Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. This is a pop culture emergency. The night is young. This is a no, pop we're not done. Party back at ours. Everybody's welcome to the kickoff. Emergency. You're welcome. Welcome to Kickons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. This is <laughs> a pop culture. <laughs> Emergency. Emergency. E- <laughs> e- no, that wasn't very good. E- well, she doesn't sound yeah, like that. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Welcome everybody to uh, a highly um, anticipated and much asked after pop culture emergency. Emergency. I think today, it's Sunday right now, the album came out on Friday. I think today is like the first day where I've been like, and like, I'll own it, that I've been like, actually, yes, this does deserve a pop culture emergency, because it's the first time I've had a chance to actually dive into the album. Like, I really hadn't listened to it the whole way through at once since. Do you know what, um, in our last episode with Jenny Mitchell, when she Mm. said that she, like, needed to be alone and listen Mm. to Red so that she could really appreciate it for what it was, I think that was another one of these moments, which I think is what makes it an emergency, where you, like, need to soak it in for yourself to fully embrace and appreciate the fact that Adele is back and peak Adele. She has worked on herself to a level that we didn't deserve. Aspire to. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we'll get into that. But um, I just think, like... It's crazy because her last, like, her albums are already so deep. But for her to then say, like, I did not know myself or I didn't like who I was is, it's crazy because I feel like she's already let us in so much. Here's the thing. I think the emotions that she had explored on previous albums are emotions that are easier to let people in on. Yes. Anger, um, outrage, that kind of, like, full-on, like, Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. But this time, she is vulnerable. Yeah. And I just felt like, oh my God, Adele, mm. you're, you're a human being. She is. And that's what her like outcome of this album is that she wants her son to one day be able to listen to it and say you're a human yeah like you're my mom and like i've always known you're my mom but now i see you as a woman and the human that you are and okay so like there was a switch over in my life when i remember seeing Mm. my own mom as more than just my mother but like as a friend and as a person that like can make their own decisions based on what is the best for her, not what is the best for me. Not to say that she obviously like doesn't think about her children at the top of her mind. But there was a moment where I was like, you know what? 
teenage me was a little fucking cunt. I know. And adult me would go back and be like, go easy on, go easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a profound me. thing to think about. And like, I wonder, it makes me wonder about people I know now my age having kids. If that's ever something they think about, because it, yeah, it's just so bizarre. Like yeah. you're just a, you're producing this human, and yeah. then you're still a human going yes. through your human things, but they don't know that for like a long like. I would, and it's actually probably that they don't need to know that. Yeah, you know, like Adele is saying, she's trying to explain these really difficult uh, circumstances that they're in. I. I love your dad. I'm not in love with your dad. How your your kid doesn't need to really yes. know the difference. Did you watch that Q Q Q interview? <laughs> that Q anon about Adele. <laughs> that nah, Q, oh, okay. So, um, I, she just said something really similar in that. Um, so there are like lots of references and like interviews. I think everyone should go and watch. One of them is her chat with Zane Lowe. Our Lord and Saviour. You mm-hmm. can watch it on YouTube or listen to it on Apple Podcasts. I assume on Spotify, but it is Apple I Music. I don't think it's on Spotify. Uh, yeah. Okay, watch it on YouTube because it's cute to watch them together. Yeah. There's also the Oprah special, which we'll get into. Uh, Oprah special! <laughs> and there was one, it's the Q interview, and I watched it today. I think it's literally just come out. It took me the whole time to be like, is he Irish or Canadian? I do not understand. It's a Canadian publication. And you can tell she really loved it. I don't think she'd ever met him before, ever been interviewed by him before. And the questions he asked were, I don't know, it was just like two friends having a chat. Yes. And I think he got a lot out of her that was really new and really interesting to me. So... That is really exciting. I haven't watched this yet, but something about the Oprah interview that I felt I didn't feel that like really intense friendship connection between mm. them, which I think for me, okay, we'll just have a wee moment about the Oprah interview. Yeah. For me, the the Oprah special could have done without the actual interview part. It was interesting to learn about Adele and uh the breakup and how she is feeling about releasing this album and also about her son. Like, it, but it didn't feel conversational in the way that you kind of want an Adele interview to be. Yeah. And I just, it was the first Oprah interview where I was like, Oprah, chill out. I think it's not like a expose. We need to know yeah, this about Adele. Yeah. It, it, it was maybe like headliney. Yeah. Like clickbaity, the yeah. questioning. But I think as well, like, it's really interesting to hear Adele talk about everything that she's gone through over the last three years and the work she's really done on herself and the fact that she was going to release the album last year. It sounds as if she would not have been in this exact place that she's in now yes. where she could talk about it all openly. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, I think maybe Oprah was trying to get to some of that, but I think also you need to talk about the songs mm. to get all of that story about like yeah. what she's been through, what she's been doing, whereas with Oprah it was just like, so the divorce and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Not like, so on this song. Yeah. 
Not that it was a bad interview or that Oprah was a bad interviewer. No. It was just like, but maybe we it, don't need that. Also, like, it was in the middle of one night only. I like, know. And all you wanted to do was hear Adele sing. So maybe it should have been just two separate things. But I also think the awesome thing, like, so Adele has talked a lot about how she doesn't want to be famous. She she kind of does the Lord thing in the way where she, like, wants to live her life her real life and then put out a piece of art and promote it and she knows she has to do that thing but when she's done with that she's done and I think like the cool thing and I know it's a luxury but is that she can be like so I'm gonna do Oprah I'm gonna do this one this one this one that's it I'm not doing any more press yeah like that is in like amazing yeah and I think that maybe a lot more artists will start following suit in that yeah. and be really specific about the the content that they give the press and mm. the media so that it's really good content like one night only is good content i know i just bagged the interview it was actually like it's yeah. still really 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 watchable it's um amazing production value mm. and maybe something only adele can pull off but Definitely. you know like huge artists like I don't know, Selena Gomez or, you know, that kind of vibe as well. They could eventually be doing something like this where it's just like one awesome interview. Mm. And that's all you get. get. The interesting thing to me is in her interview with this Q, the Q, and um, another one that I just read, The Face magazine, she talks about how she is like one of 10 people and she, cause he was asking her about her friendship with Drake. So she included Drake in that. And I'm going to assume like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, those people that were famous in that period of time, how there are like these 10 people and their careers are so similar and they will like probably like live on in, into eternity. But she thinks that they will be the last of that like pop star that like grinds, grinds, grinds becomes famous for like what they're doing. It's so specific because the way that people consume art and music now is so different that they're not trying to get like the 30 second soundbite for TikTok. Like she talks about that in her interview with Zane Lowe as well and how like understanding her audience as in 30 year olds, 40 year olds, like 30 plus yeah, and what they need and what they're going to relate to, which I found really interesting. She was like, absolutely not. Like, yes, some of her stuff has gone viral on TikTok because that's, but it does. But I found that really interesting yeah. that she, she was like, there will know that people will not be like us anymore. Well, because they yeah, were they the won't last, be. Yeah, that's true. They were it's the true. last like people to get that big before streaming became a thing. Fully, yeah. I like just, oh, you so will. There will never be a moment where like everyone is sitting around and like waiting for a Lady Gaga video to drop. Like, yeah. who would that happen to now? Like, no one's sitting around, even uh, Olivia Rodrigo or Billie Eilish. You're not, like... Counting down the days. Yeah. I feel like the Swifties are still doing it, but that's because it was... One of the ten. She's one of the ten, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, we're going to get into all of the songs on the album. Um, Like we said, she started writing it in around 2018. It was supposed to be released last year, but COVID got in the way. And she wrote it as a way to sort of humanise herself to her son, Angelo, once he um, grows up. Um, she worked with P- 
producers and writers that she's worked with before because she wanted to be able to trust them um, and, like, get into the studio and become that vulnerable about stuff that, like, the world didn't know. Like, the world did not know they were broken up when she started um, recording the album. And I think, like, it sounds as if going through the process of writing and recording this album helped her not only heal but track her progress like Mm. she said when she got to the end and she was writing hold on she realized like oh my gosh i'm writing this to myself like a year ago yeah it's just amazing so let's get into it so track number one is strangers by nature and to be honest, this gives me, like, old-school musical theatre vibes. It's very Disney, Fully. but also very, like, Judy Garland. Yeah, magic, welcome to my show, yeah. welcome to my album. And she has said in numerous interviews that this is an album that she will let the fans listen to, but she will not let them have. Like, she feels like they own mm. 25 and they own 21, but this one is she will hold on to forever yeah and i mean she has said that it's her most personal album yet um i think but i think she's probably right in saying that. yeah to open it with strangers by nature uh in this like really dramatic yes or... and magical yeah yes it's like an overture almost yeah, fully um i she said in her interview with zane that she liked that you have no idea what's going to come next after you hear that mm. song. Um, and I like that at the end, it's her voice saying, all right, then I'm ready. Yeah. And it's like, we are ready. <laughs> ready for what? <laughs> but also we are too. Easy on me. Straight in. Which I liked that comforting, like when she released this as her first song, it was like a nice comforting like, okay, she is going to, like, this album is going to be somewhat similar to what she's done before, even though there were murmurings of, like, a new sound, etc., cetera, et cetera. Um, And she said that she wanted to release this one first because she won- wanted to show that how she's dealing with this divorce is not just, like, become being an how she's dealt with relationships and yeah um, yeah fully it's not an angry divorce album it's a album to have conversations yeah and yeah and i mean the song is catchy it's captivating adele sounds like effortless yeah her voice has like i don't know how it could have gotten any better but it has she gave up drinking yes gave up smoking yes she uh, she must have just been practicing these songs nonstop for a year. Like she does n- in the Oprah one night only, not a single note is missed. No, which is like not classic Adele. Adele is a yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous singer, but she can sometimes she doesn't care. You know, she yes. can get messy. Yeah, that's true, and it's part of her brand. But not this, this time. Not this time. I think as well. Like she's said in conversations that. It's like a thing where something takes over her body and and it's like out-of-body experience and it's almost like something spiritual is happening. And I think maybe because it is her most personal album um, that that it's just because it is so personal and it's like a healing way of... And with Oprah, she said that... She's like, I'm actually not that deep. I don't think this deeply until I get into the studio and I start Mm. writing 
and I think you can I guess it is like another person yeah or an alter ego yeah and you can hear that in her voice totally I couldn't remember if we ever spoke about the music video no but it's amazing it's amazing I hope there are more to come I know what do you think the next single would be okay I drink wine oh I hope so. That's yeah, my favorite one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think the next single I wrote it down. Oh, um, can I get it? Oh, I think that's yeah. the obvious next single um, yeah. for radio. Mm. Um, but we'll get to that in a yes, second. We will. I um. So when it came out, Easy on Me broke the all-time record for the most streamed so- song in a single day on Spotify. I'm sure it's probably since been broken by yeah. All Too Well Two Minute Version. Oh, in this house it has anyway <laughs> um, but it was very much like bam she's back oh, and she looks insane yeah she looks insane I know her makeup insane. Oh. Uh, track number three is on oh, my little love I know this listening to the album through this is like I think her most honest yeah she's ever been totally like what song exists that is like this song she has conversations with her son in the middle of it there are several six minute songs on this i know i wrote that down (laughs) this is one of them and this is when i was like okay so she said it's her most personal album yet but I'm 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 here to believe that because like you know when every star says this is my yes. most personal album yeah I'm like girl it's not so she said that her therapist suggested that she should start like recording her conversations with her son because she was worried that she wasn't being a good mum or like explaining things in a good way to him mm. so her therapist was like just like take some voice notes when you're together and then you can listen back when you're doubting yourself and you'll know that you are not doing those things yeah. Um, and then the voicemail at the end was she'd put him to bed. They had like a great time together and then she started drinking and she was just like really upset. It like all hit her at once and she was calling all her friends in London, but time difference, no one was answering. And that was a voicemail that she left for one of her friends. And it's like heartbreaking. Yeah. So, so heartbreaking. Really private moment to share with like a billion people i know and i think she said in one of the interviews that she wanted to do that because she is so private and it is a way of letting people in without i mean that we're all fully in but you know without i guess she can just play it and that's it you know um it's so gorgeous and I love um, when Angelo's like, at all. I know. (laughs) Angelo's a star. When Adele's like, I don't care what he does. He can do anything he likes as long as he's happy and healthy. I was like, he's going to be a star. And he will be happy and healthy, that's for sure. Um, I I liked the line, I wanted you to have everything I never had. Um, And she's spoken the Oprah interview about how she... All she wanted was this nuclear family, which I'm sure, like, a lot of people that come from divorced families or, like, Mm. not that perfect picture, in quotation marks, of what a family should be, feel, and they work so hard to do it, and then it doesn't work out, and it's, like, on top of, like, grieving a relationship, it's, like, uh, I failed 
and it's like it's worse. It's, it's yeah. worse. And, and, I, and I hurt the two people closest to me in the whole entire world. Yeah, for myself. Ah! But you have to. Like, you just, yeah. you have to. We support, we support looking, putting yourself first yes. when it comes to. We're living proof that your kids will be fine. <laughs> yeah, as children of divorce, <laughs> they'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so track number four, Cry Your Heart Out. Mm. This is where I'm like, ooh, she's getting experimental. This is the new sound they were talking about. Yes. R&B influence. Yes. Oh, that's what I meant to say about Little Love. My Little Love was that I think she was saying that Skepta, which I don't listen to his music, had, um, which I also think they did, but anyway, um, was doing lots of voice notes and tracks and that's where she got that kind of idea from gotcha yeah because it comes there's another song at the end later on with a voice note in it too so cry your heart out sorry um i like that it's like really fun mm. but the lyrics are fucking intense and it's like i'm depressed i feel like it's (laughs) it's a grown-up 19 adele yeah being like this is how I write music now, but in reminiscent to her younger self, who was like fucking depressed. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's how I, it was like, this sounds new, but it doesn't not feel like a Yes, Absolutely. I agree. I think it like harkens back to like sounds that you could hear back in, in her early work and where you kind of thought maybe that would be where she'd go. Yeah. Fully. Um, And like the song live. Yes. There are so many where I'm like, Please tour. I know. Well, she said to Zayn that she probably won't tour this album because she said it feels weird, like pandemic wise. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure we will get opportunities to, to just see. do a live concert, start to finish, done. Like your entire repertoire. Oh my god! Imagine. No, I meant thirty. But yes, oh. <laughs> it's a residency. Oh, it is a residency. Yeah, I, I mean, think they're all doing it. She'd do well. It, it makes sense. She's yeah. got a child. Um, track number five. Oh my god. So when I saw the track listing and saw, oh my god, can I get it? I drink wine and then all night parking. I was like, what are we in for? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and it's really not like the song titles are not really reminiscent of like. What I well, what I was picturing is not what the songs like. Are. If you wrote a song called "Oh My God," it yeah. would not sound oh like this. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm so I did it again. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of felt like this is her like giving herself permission to date again and like put herself first. Yeah. Um, but the struggle that she had with that. And it is also, thank you Adele, you don't do this often, but it's giving your audience permission to get up and dance. Yes, it was quite funny in the Oprah special because Rolling in the Deep came on. And having seen Adele, she usually is like, okay, you guys need to dance to this one because I don't have many songs you can dance to. But she didn't say that until like halfway through. And I was like, why aren't they dancing? And And she's like, you can stand up. And then no one stood up. I was like... I know, but then I think her friends at the front stood up, Yeah, and then it was really fun. You guys have to watch it. It's going to be on TV, too, or on demand from Monday night. Not sure when this is coming out, but it might be tonight, it might be last night, but it's on demand. Yeah. And um, 
it's just all celebrities and it's really fun to be like i know the way that they filmed like they would only show a celebrity unless you were lizzo or um (laughs) who else was in the front row Oh, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Just crying the whole time with a bottle of verse. So fancy. It's like, that is my dream. Then they only show the other celebrities, like, once. Like, suddenly you're like, oh, my God, Selena's there? Yeah. Oh, my God, Drake's there? Yeah. <laughs> Chris Jenner, Ellen, Leo. Everyone was there. Everyone was there. Yeah. She's like, my friends are here. Some of you I've only met if a couple of times. Some of you I haven't met at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, so the next one, Can I Get It, which is um, the one I think makes sense to be a single, potentially the next single. Mm. Um, Max Martin produced it with Shellback. Um, yes. So they are like pop music hit makers you yeah. you listen to katie perry you listen to max martin you listen to britney you listen to max martin you listen to kelly clarkson he's swedish yeah he's swedish yeah, yeah. if also. you um watch the um episode of like pop music how yeah. pop music's made he's like it's all about him and shellback on netflix yeah yeah um i just wrote down fun oh so. my god oh, although okay i did have to say this it does feel like Adele has been like, okay, I'm working with Max Martin. I'm going to really impress him. I'm going to like put in five different hooks. There's whistling. There's like some Ed Sheeran guitar vibes yeah, happening. Yeah, it's kind of country. It's stuffed full. Is this the first time they've worked together? No, they worked oh, together yeah. on um, Send My, My Love. Love. Yeah. yeah, okay. But I just feel like she's trying to level up. Yeah, which is fine. Which is yeah, which is fine. I think the thing about Adele is like it's just crazy because no matter how much she would push the boat on sound or like add add-ons, it's just always going to be these like incredibly complex and fulfilling lyrics. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like to have Red Taylor's version come out a week before and now this and just like. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine if they had actually, come out on the same day. I'm actually going to well up. Yeah. It's like, if they come out on the same day, it would just be fucking crazy. But I just think, like, I was just watching Taylor on Seth Meyers, and she was like, it's so amazing because I'm 30, and, like, I can re-release these songs from a perspective that I didn't have when I was 22. I'm just so proud of our gals. Like, they're really inspiring me to, like... Release an album. <laughs> And so, (laughs) no, I just think like, wow, I guess everyone says like you learn so much about yourself, like when you turn 30 or like when you get older and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really true and so evident in both of these pieces of art. Yeah, so true. And we're really blessed. Oh my God. So speaking of about to well up, the next one, (laughs) I drink wine. I really like this one. This is my favorite track. This is the one I feel like I could relate to the most. Um, because <laughs> you drink wine. No, well, I'm kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. Because I drink wine, but um, because I just feel like it was all about issues that we face mm. about not feeling good enough and trying to please people we don't know and yes. trying to trying to be this like image, yes, that of perfection or whatever mm. that doesn't exist and being like it's actually chill, like and chill out. What I like about the cycle that she's on and like the press that she's doing is that she's making that okay like she's being so vulnerable and she has said like if if someone can relate to this then like 
do that themselves, then that is like my biggest dream. But it's it's so important that it's not just this manufactured like person being like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's great, ha ha ha. You know, it's like really deep yeah. stuff that you can connect to, and I can like maybe a twenty one year old wouldn't see that. Whereas no like, why it's like the yeah. album for the millennials. Yeah. Um, I like the line, I hope I can learn to get over myself, stop trying to be somebody else. I know. Um, and I kind of felt like as she's, it's like her in real time discovering that she needs to do these things. Yeah. Like, I, she's not being preachy in the way that she's saying any of this stuff or anything she's learned about herself. Because it's all about herself and as she said she's like if someone else feels like they can connect to this awesome but like this is my album for me and my son it's fucking amazing she also said that um she was (laughs) listening to like lots of kind of late 60s early 70s soul music Mm. bit of Motown vibes while she was writing this album and I feel like it's really prevalent in in the harmonies the harmonies she said she like um, what did she say? She like tapped into all her alter egos because there's just layered, layered, layered harmonies and yeah. backing vocals everywhere. She's like, I wanted all my personalities to be present on this album, yeah. which I really like. And I think this one has a voice note at the end. I can't remember what it says, but it's amazing. <laughs> um, all Night Parking is up next at number eight. Yes. Yeah, so this is kind of an interlude. It's only two minutes, which feels like 10 seconds based on the other songs and so it's her first ever feature but it's um featuring a jazz pianist Errol Garner who actually died in the 70s so it's essentially a sample of jazz piano that she sings over um and it's a song about new love an easy love um, which I kind of was speculating is about maybe, maybe is about her boyfriend, Rich yeah. Paul, who, for those of you who don't know, is, um, a sports agent in the States. Mega Really agent. famous, like rich. So when Kim Kardashian got, broke up from Kanye, comments by celebs podcast were like, this guy, Rich Paul is like the kind of guy that they could like see her with. So, <laughs> like, that kind of type of, like, yeah. high level, but, like, adjacent to fame, but not famous. Cupid Davidson. Davidson. Which I cannot wait to get into. I cannot wait for, um, like, that relationship to potentially, like, not last the distance. And Ariana Grande and her to, like, have a chat about it. Oh, my God. Totally. Yeah, fully. But, um... Yeah, so it's really interesting. And she said that they were friends. It was kind of like they were friendly for a bit. And then he was like, let's go for a... She, he thought it was a business meeting. She didn't. And well, then they... she was like, "What would we be in a business meeting about? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a, am I going to join the NBA? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's NBA. <laughs> Thank you. But um, uh, I to... think in this song, uh, her rhyme game is really strong. Yes. Like, I was just in what and impressed mm. about. Every single rhyme that she kept going with the same, like, motive, motif. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Totally. She is a genius. I know. It's actually crazy. Um, So then we get into Women Like Me, um, which kind of, I feel like it was like a song that kind of points to why some of her relationships haven't worked. I kind of feel like... I didn't want to say it's about her ex-husband, but 
Uh, I think it is fully. I was just like, she is talking about the right place, right time kind of thing that she's Mm. been saying. She's like, it's not that these loves didn't work out because we weren't in love. It was just like the wrong me and the Mm. wrong them. Yeah. And now she's saying like, thank you for, for not being right for me because now I feel right for somebody else. Yeah. You know, what you gave me allowed me to be the person that I am today. And I love that person. Yeah. Some of the lyrics though, like she said, says complacency is the worst trait to have. It's so sad. A man like you could be so lazy. Like the words are really heartbreaking, but also how like, powerful but you can tell that she they are feelings that she's worked through and things that she's thought but yet sees why they are not like negatives necessarily that it didn't sound like an attack no and i'm sure that they've had these real conversations already yeah it sounded like a like i can't believe you would do this but like thank you Mm. because now i can i can move on and be better for somebody else yeah it's crazy that one's really crazy so then we get to hold, hold on, on. Wait, are this... you telling me to hold on no, no. <laughs> i was just saying hold on don't hold on um for me coming out of 2021 i was like this is a really gorgeous song Ooh. to like finish the year off and enter a new year whatever that looks like i'm sure it'll be just as bizarre as the year that we've gone through but yeah like hold on things are gonna be brighter and like you can get through this it felt like a message that she would tell her friends or her friends would tell her and or like i would tell a friend yeah you know just gotta keep going like it will get better yeah and like we're we're here We've got you, the, like, harmonies in it, the, like, group. So that's her friends. Oh. I was like, how'd Jason Parker of her? So, because that's why. See, in the special, she's, like, singing it, and she's, like, singing the lyrics, and she's, like, pointing at her friends, being like, come on, I can't hear you. Yeah, see? Easter eggs, but not intentional. Wow. Um, She, it's, yeah, she's speaking to herself, but from, like, a grown perspective. Yeah. Some of the words are like, what have I done again? Have I not learned anything? Right now, I truly hate being me. How do I feel so mighty small when I'm struggling to feel at all? It's just like... But then she also says, um, sometimes loneliness is the only rest we get. Oh, that's fucking crazy, eh? I was just like, that is such a nice way (laughs) to look at loneliness. Yeah. And then she hits that high note. I know. Like, see it karaoke. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and that was the song that she wrote last of the album. And I think, like, I can just see it, as well as Love is a Game, I can see it in some incredible movie when, like, everything mm. works out in the end type of thing. Yeah. So then we get to To Be Loved, yeah. which is a song that she was kind of teasing already, like, in interviews. She was saying there's one song on the record that's, like, definitely too much. Like, I'll never sing it. Oh, really? Yeah, she's never going to sing it. So she wrote it with Tobias Gesso Jr., who she wrote When We Were Young With, and she knew she wanted to work with them again. 
and went into like the studio with him but it was it's not a studio where they recorded this this is they went back to the place where they wrote when we were young because they were like we've got to recreate this magic but it's not a studio it's just like a space so it was the space that you can see her singing it on her ig instagram i see yeah and so they'd written it and then she got her laptop up and recorded it on photo booth which i was like you are a millennial um because i didn't have any other way to record what they'd worked on that day and then she was like i like i can't record this it's too personal i don't want it on the album but then i think they kind of had discussion and were like it needs to be on the album but she was like well i can't go to a studio because it's like it takes everything out of her like physically to actually sing it yeah and so then they went back to the room where they were and they were like this isn't gonna work but they like blanketed everything and like made it work and did like a few takes and that's what it was so she sung it like three times in her life okay and leaves the room when it plays so this is what i've written down this all makes so much sense yeah i wrote the pivotal point in the musical. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch Tick, Tick, Boom. I watched no. Tick, Tick, Boom. And they were, it's like, there's a bit in Tick, Tick, Boom where everyone's like, you need to add a song for the girl in the second act. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, this song just feels like the girl in the musical. Yes. Who, who can sing. And she can sing at every single night. And it sounds incredible. Like, this song is written Fuck, for her. That's so true. She exists. Yeah. And I cannot wait for her to pop up on YouTube. Erin Claire. Oh, my God. Like, I was also thinking, like, American Idol. Like, who's the girl who sings with... No, 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 no. Oh, Jessica Sanchez. Yes. I want to see her sing it. Yes. <laughs> like, honestly, it's... Huge. The song it's, is huge. Yeah, it's, yeah. I can, like, I understand what where you're coming. You and Adele are coming yeah, from. Yeah, I thank hear you. that now. Because she said like it's really funny. It, watching her with Zayn Lowe was amazing because they're friends and they've been friends for a really long time. And I'm sure it was in that one where she was like, "I can hardly fucking sing it. Like, I'm not singing it every night. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about?" Um, I know so that's really sad but it is intense like some of the words like I'll always yearn if I never speak oh no I'll never learn if I never leap I'll always yearn if I never speak even just her saying let it be known that I tried I know over and over again yes she said I cry for you even started lying to you but but what she did say is that she's written this like this one specifically like she, when she was writing it and recording it, she could see Angelo as a 30-year-old. Mm. And so she said, maybe when that is a, something that eventuates and I see him as a 30-year-old, I'll sing it then to him. I was like, man. She's going to be 60 and just like, <laughs> yeah. I can do this now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I know. It's, Huge. It's, that is really when um, the her being an artist and like a vehicle for some like spirit that takes over her body is just like so evident and then at the end of her singing it on instagram she's like oh there are a few notes i was like what do you mean there are a few off notes it's part of the brand it's fucking crazy it's insane it's literally insane her brand is very i just love it because she's so fun yeah but everything is so deep like it's just an amazing combination of very serious, deep, thoughtful, and so funny and fun. Yeah. 
that she feels like she's your friend. Which she is. I love her so much. I kind of like, I've been so excited about this, but I didn't really realise it until sitting down last night to watch this the concert and then today like really reading and watching more stuff i'm like fuck she's so amazing yeah she is so amazing and it only happens once every like full moon like totally like and i think maybe like so blue moon red moon or was it blue the one on friday probably a red moon (laughs) i think the oh once in a blue moon (laughs) i don't know (laughs) There's something about being the ages that she's releasing them at as well. Like, I know she's not 30 now, but, like, there's yeah. something fun about that as well. It's that's so, just, yeah. like, keeps you invested. So we finish with Love is a Game, which is, again, another big, like, orchestral moment. I kind of, like, it gives me Skyfall But positive. Vibes, but, yes. But really uplifting and just the fact that she has hope that yes. after all of this, after feeling like she's failed as a wife and as a mother, and she has like her big dream of having this like perfect family is crushed. She mm. still believes that love is for fools and she is happy to be a fool. Yeah. It's just <laughs> crazy. Like, it is just so nice and, to like, hear. I would love to know when in the writing this she, or like where she, in the yeah in the process she wrote this because like obviously that's not something when she's first writing these songs that she would have been thinking but it's like really nice it's a well-rounded way to end it you know the key change incredible huge we love a key change and again there's lots of like layered vocals in this one um yeah i think it's it's really beautiful it's just like this big i don't know there's something amazing as well as watching the special that She's like singing out into this canyon and then there's the Hollywood sign. Mm. It's just all very glamorous. So glamorous. I know. And she wasn't that, like, she, I feel like moving to LA totally changed her trajectory. Not trajectory, because she's always famous in Adele, but... There's just something more about this release that's like feels like on another level. But I think as well because Twenty One was a hit, but people weren't like Adele's releasing Twenty One. It was like it came out. Someone like you came out, or Rolling in the Deep, yeah. and then someone like you, and it was like, oh my god, this person's a star. But it wasn't this anticipation. There weren't freaking billboards on in Paris or all around the world. You know, yeah. it's just like fucking crazy. I'd love to be rich. Oh, we were just, like, saying we felt so poor watching it last night. Like, Oprah's like, oh, you know, my tea house is over there. And, and oh, God, this, the out, like, the outfits and, but, yeah. There was definitely helicopters flying around. Yeah, well, I've seen TikToks of people that were just, like, casually out for hiking and, like, suddenly heard Adele and were like, what the fuck's going on? Can we talk about the 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 engagement? Oh, yeah, so there's, like, this bit halfway through where... And it's all, like, it was obviously CBS, some, like, white man in an office being like, this is a good idea. Like, we should get someone to come on and, like, do a proposal. Because, like, where would that have come from? Well, I think... 
It was very like Ellen DeGeneres. It was, yes. Produced by Ellen DeGeneres. To be honest, though, it was awesome. Yeah, it was quite great. She, the person who got engaged to, proposal. She was a star. She was a star. You guys have to watch it. There's also another special coming out. Um, I think on the 22nd, the UK time on ITV, and I do remember. I can't remember like who I've seen do it, but it's like an evening with and like. They have, like, basically celebrities in the audience again, and they ask questions to the person performing, and so that's going to be on ITV, so we'll find a link somehow. Yeah, that one, I think, will be a really great vibe. And it's in London. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a bit more friendly, I think. Not so grand. Yes. Yeah, totally. And Dua Lipa will be there, and Elton John. Everyone. I think even Bimini was there, I'm pretty sure. I know. Do you think Adele watches Drag Race? Hundred percent, hands down, yes. Boots the God <laughs> House <Yeah>. down. <laughs> well, guys, I hope that you have connected with Thirty like we have. I think if you've given it a little taste and it was something that you were like, ah, oh, then maybe go back to it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> because I think like I think there's a lot of amazing messaging in there and i i definitely think the links we'll put in um of the all these interviews she's been doing are really worth reading and personally for me i've really connected with what she's been saying and yeah and i drink wine what more can we say but yeah this has been a pop culture emergency Emergency. and we have been like oh (laughs) you can now go back What's it like after a fire safety where, brief, where it's like, right, you can return to... Oh, to your nine to five. You have to go back to work now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Your break's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the space has been cleared. Yeah. Emergency over. Emergency over. Bye. Bye.